All right, welcome to Equal Time Soccer. I'm Matt Pogratsky alongside two Gopher Soccer stars, Sophia Bowman and Patricia Ward, coming to us live from beautiful East Atlantic, Michigan, about to take on Michigan State tomorrow morning. Thanks so much for joining us, you guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. I Well, and I forgot in the intro, I was going to say senior Patricia Ward and P. I was going to say it's wild that you're a senior already. It feels like you got on campus like two seconds ago. And so first things first, um, what the hell happened on Thursday? What a game. So you, you go down 2-0, two goals that are a little bit scrappy in the sense that I think maybe there's folks on the back line who feel like they could have cleared that corner kick or maybe could have gotten in, in the way. But Ohio State was just rolling, too. They had a good flow going for that first 20 minutes. So first, I'm curious from your perspective, you know, what was going through your head in that 20 minutes where things just weren't quite clicking and Ohio State was just kind of rolling? Where was the team at in that moment of like, damn, dude, we're doing 2-0, 20 minutes yeah, I feel like it was kind of just a blur. Like things weren't going terrible, but things weren't necessarily going like how we expected to start the game. So like, I think people, at least me personally, I was just like, I felt like I had no idea what was happening. And I was just like, what is going on? I don't think anyone expected the game to start like that. And like coming off of our loss against Wisconsin, we were like excited to like kind of get back out there and put our stamp like on our comp on the conference by getting in the W column. So to start off like that was just like kind of shocking, I guess, for us. Yeah. I'd say everything just felt super frantic and we were definitely like kind of on our heels, kind of in shock, like what's going on. But then we were really able to like recenter ourselves and like start playing how we know how to play. Yeah, and I know, um, obviously, for those who lost the game, and then before we got even halftime, but really, from minute 20 or 25 on, it was just an entirely different game. I mean, the team it looked like, honestly, anyone who watched you guys from 20 minutes to minute 90 would think you had what it takes to like win the Big Ten. I mean, like you looked so good in that stretch, and probably the first maybe not as bad as, you know, close to that. And I know one thing uh, head coach Eric after the game is she did try and have a little bit of time to sort of have a situation. But what other things do you think changed in that transition period of you sort of grabbing the game and taking control? Yeah, I think that we just had um, like the mentality to like step up and change the game. Like we had game changers. Um, come onto the field with Baker and Sadie, they came onto the field like ready to make a difference. And I know that like, I saw physical changes in just the way that people were playing and Meg Gray just like started to step up and kind of, I felt like leaded the charge a little bit just with like her work rate, her work rate and the way that she was playing. And she was like kind of instilling into us that we weren't gonna lose the game. And then like once we scored the first goal, everyone was like, we're not gonna lose this game. Yeah, I totally agree. And I just think like all over the field, we were a lot more like gritty and going for every ball and just like really putting ourselves out there. Yeah, and I, I mean, it, it definitely looked like there was just a switch of like everyone was, like you said, everyone was just like had belief. I mean, it was, it shows a ton of guts to play a game like that because frankly, like going down to zero 20 minutes in sucks. I mean, it just does suck no matter yeah. what happens. Um, so let's dive into some, some more specifics for Patricia. You obviously have been playing at running back and 
I'll put it below the show. I know you're not a huge fan of playing defense. Um, you, you grinded it out last spring playing outside back, and I actually thought you played really well at outside back last spring, and you looked good. But aside from the difference of you know, you're going to take a drop and getting multiple opportunities and those things, I actually find it interesting the different you have to have. Because all of the forwards essentially in college soccer and you've been playing nine minutes the game without my back. I find like the change of mindset from I'm playing up top and now I have a case and be ready to go like minute after minute after minute. Specific change I'm trying to dial in for nine minutes after being able to sort of go for the comfort. Yeah, it's definitely a change of mindset, kind of that like I feel like I have to get into before the game, kind of like before, like even like starting in training, because it's just it's just different when you know that you're probably not going to come out of the game. Um, so, I mean, I don't know, like you said, it's just a mindset and I just prepare myself to go and you kind of just have to will yourself through it when you're tired and just keep running and keep getting up with the line and just like saying really staying disciplined and like you have to focus a lot more mentally because you know that like there's not a break coming like there's no sub coming so you really have to just keep yourself like locked in and disciplined at all times well you mentioned that focus that's the biggest thing i think of because when you're playing on the wing or all the way up top you have those moments where you're not really that close to play like you can kind of not check out but you don't have to be like on on but at outside back, it's like if you're ever in their position, they can screw you over. Like you can lose your first. It's just like so much more like constant stress. It feels like is that what it feels like for you? Yeah, definitely. There's always something that like you need to be paying attention to, and if you're not, you're putting the team in like a lot of jeopardy. Right. And Sophia, I know there was a lot of you know when the team was. Aaron talked about this, trying to build the defensive shape to make sure the team is consistent defensively. And then sort of week by week, I know there's been a lot of focus on trying to build that sort of dynamic nature into the attack. Like, can we can we go from shutting folks out to being dangerous in the attack? And, um, you know, you individually always look super dangerous with the ball at your feet, sort of going downhill, sort of in open space. But I think especially as a team, the unit has looked really dangerous when you're able to combine other folks sort of in that third. And, um, you know, I'm super, from your perspective, what's it, what's it like for you, the changes of the attacking shape and sort of, are there more players in the attack or are you just learning to read each other and sort of get more comfortable? Because obviously different forwards have also been playing different minutes too. So it's, you know, Baker's been playing more. We've seen, you know, Sandy's been getting slightly more minutes. You know, it's been a different rotation. So how has that sort of changed in the game been like for you as the attacking midfielder? I think just like kind of the more we play together, the more you get a feel for like everyone's playing styles. Like obviously Baker's like super tall and like, so like, you know, she's good at like having it flicking on or even just like posting up. So like being able to kind of like read what she's going to do when she gets the ball versus what someone else is going to do when they get the ball has been um, super helpful. I think not just for me, but like, for everyone as a whole. So kind of like playing to everyone's strengths has really made us able to connect a lot more. Yeah, I think I've probably, I've been susceptible on the broadcast attacking about like trying to describe your game to folks because you're playing in a pure number 10 role. I think last year was maybe in kind of like an eight role, whatever. Like, I think those designations are a little bit overused, like central midfielders 
midfielders. But for you, when you try to describe the game, how do you talk about sort of where you're most dangerous or where you're most impactful? Um, I'd say I'm playing more of a 10. And like, I think what a lot of focus has been is like not getting caught too deep um, in some moments where there's like no outlet in the center, but also like really working with my forwards. So I'm not making the same runs as them or like flat with them on their line. So like providing depth in the attack for them to lay off to me under. So kind of like just like making sure I'm in the right space on both sides of the ball. Mm -hmm. And this is this is sort of related to that. And and Patricia, you can jump in on this too if you want. I know one thing I've particularly noticed is when Donovan is playing that holding midfield role, she's so disciplined in her positioning that at times she can sort of stay home between those center backs. And then sometimes there's this space between her and the center backs and you, Sylvia, where there's sort of like this, how do we make sure we're moving as a unit? And I wonder if playing that higher line sort of helps you have more cohesive shape. Does that seem like it's kind of part of the equation or is that a little bit of a um, I don't quite get exactly what you're saying. Oh, like like Donovan is so disciplined defensively that she wants to stay right in front of those two center backs. Uh -huh. But then if the attackers are trying to push high, then there ends up being this space between sort of the defensive five and the offensive crew. But if the if everyone is pushing higher, it sort of closes that gap by default. Do you think that's part of why you were able to combine so well against Ohio State because you were pushing everyone up a little bit more so that they was more cohesive? Yeah, I think that could be part of it. I think it was just like overall as a team, um, after we like turned around in Ohio State, we were just like a lot more connected as a unit, which I think is like kind of what you're saying, like making sure there's not any big gap. So yeah. Right. All right, we'll take a quick break uh, to tell you that this week's episode is brought to you by Pitt Holmes, Pencil, is a real estate team of Taylor Williams. I have personally experienced working with Nate Lydia. I am sitting and living in a Pence home right now. Uh, Nate's been a supporter of the local soccer community, uh, including as an owner of the Minnesota women's soccer team. He also enjoyed working uh, I personally enjoyed working with one of the preferred lenders and maybe share with women at plenty of things. So if uh, viewers have any questions about buying, selling, homes, meeting, Prius, or flooring people, uh, shoot them a message at pencilinfos.com. All right. And Patricia, we, we hinted a little bit at this before we were recording, but I'm super curious how players, especially if you're you know, a fourth-year player, you a fourth-year everyone has this weird option of a fifth-year. Um, I'm super curious how members of the team, especially maybe players, are either sort of talking to each other about that possible career, or talking to staff, or even just like how you're thinking about yourself of, did you sort of already make that decision, or are you talking to teammates about it? Is it kind of like, are a bunch of us going to stay or none of us? What's that conversation? Yeah, I mean, we've definitely had conversations kind of together as like, a, not really together, but like just kind of wondering where everyone's at um, with our classmates. Obviously, I'm not going to tell who's doing what because that's not my information. And I don't think everyone's like completely solid yet, but I cannot spill anyone else's tea. But um, for me, I definitely know that I want to play a fifth year of soccer. Just haven't, um, haven't had like the conversation yet about what that's going to look like. So unfortunately, nothing super interesting to tell you, but because I don't have really a story yet. I mean, I, I just think it's like, 
I think it was an under-discussed thing last spring when that announcement happened. Everyone sort of thought of last year's seniors continuing to play this fall. But the truth is, like, that dynamic will continue for, like, four more years because all of you got that random extra, you know, like, Sophia has a fifth year, even though she was a freshman during COVID, you know, so it's, I just think it's kind of funny to try to for sure. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, we've seen, like, for instance, Athena been crushing it at LSU using her fifth year in there. And so teams can screw up a good effect there. Um, so, Sophia, I mean, you obviously played a ton of men last break and were impacting your then, but you were still sort of experiencing that season for the first time. I remember talking to you about, like, what was it like having your first year be this weird play of nine months and then playing in February and then playing indoors? And you're like, well, I don't know any different. This is all, this is what college is like for us freshmen. But now this fall, you know, you're coming in a veteran, you kind of feel like you're belt, you have that confidence. I know I can do it against three different teams. What do you think you're, you know, how have you developed your role changed from sort of last year trying to earn and prove that spot and make it improve and earn your, learn your spot? And then this year, knowing what you can do. Um, I definitely say I have some more confidence, just like also being able to play non-conference was like a big game changer because you get to play like a bigger variety of opponents. And so um, I think that was like, just like helpful to kind of like get like my confidence up and like also play against other teams that aren't in the Big Ten. Um, so I feel like for me, that's probably like the biggest change this year, having teams that were playing not in the Big Ten. And that's just like helped like build my confidence and like focus on like fixing more things because the season's not quite as short. Right. So, Right. Yeah. Last spring was like an absolute spring. I mean, like by the time you were playing like that 12 game or whatever slate, it was pretty quick. So, you know, Patricia, the last time we had you on here, you were with Ari Del Moro. You both were of ACL recovery buddies. Uh, Ari's up at St. Louis State now, which is awesome. I think it's great that she gets a, a chance to have sort of a second college career up there. But you, I mean, you've gone through that. A bunch of players have gone through that. But now a couple of young players are sort of dealing with their own ACL recoveries, you know, Joe Newwood, et cetera. Have you been sort of called upon now as someone who's gone through that recovery, like at Minnesota, to sort of give your tips and tricks of, you know, I was working with Dory, here's what I was working with, you know, the trainers. Has that been sort of a role for you? Like, oh, what fun, I get to talk about off field stuff, like a glamorous, like, leadership role for you. Yeah, there's um, quite a few people on the team now who have torn their ACL, whether that was in college or before we got here. So I think there's like, there's a good group of girls who know the, the experience and like the work it takes to rehab from it. So um, not just myself, but kind of like a, a lot of people on the team have experience with it. But yeah, I definitely feel like I've been like willing to kind of like reach out to people and offer my advice or like opinion or just like space to talk about whatever, just because I understand everything that they're going through. And I just feel like that's something that our team in general is really good at um, empathizing with others and like just being able to support our teammates and be helpful in any way that we can. So definitely have been um, a shoulder for people to lean on and kind of just even just like hang out, not even talk about rehab, but just you know, just to do whatever and just get your mind away from it at times. Well, it seems, I mean, it seems at least to me from the outside, when you came back, there wasn't much of a, like, 
hesitancy or, you know, because I know that's part of it. It's like, how can I mentally be confident that my leg is like where it was before? And to me, it looked the outside of the leg. It looked like time we were back on the field last spring. We were ready to rock. But is that, I guess you ended up having a lot more time because of all the like, that part of the helpful process. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of kind of a tribute to just like how I function mentally. Like I, I don't really like to worry about things that I can't control. So kind of throughout my entire rehab, it was more so just like doing whatever I have to do to be on the field. And then like once I got the chance to do that, kind of just going with it, like not thinking about it too much, not worrying about like re-injuring myself or whatever else can go on. So I kind of just like to be like kind of free and just play like like very free-mindedly and kind of just not thinking too much about things. So I think that that helped like my confidence and definitely like the time that we had in the fall to kind of regroup, I think gave me a good opportunity to like see who I was. Right. And like you said, like, like play without giving a shit. It's like, that's actually a good, that can be like a good mentality of like, I'm just going to go play. I got to go play. Um, Sophia, I know I was, I was and other former Gopher vets when you played on the, the WPSL team with them over the summer. I was telling Eslin to sort of like you a few more elbows and try and get you to be, you know, gritty and like put it to you a little bit, see if she could rub off on you a little bit. But for you, you know, you already played many minutes at Minnesota. You've already sort of established yourself as you play at a certain level. What were you specifically sort of hoping to get to going back and getting can you repeat that last second? It just like broke out a little bit. Sorry. Yeah, for, for, I think I think what I've seen some Gophers um, when they play WPSL, like Alana a few years ago, hadn't been starting for the Gophers, but then she went and had a really big role over the summer with WPSL, and it helped her build her confidence and sort of. Then she came back and just crushed it for the Gophers. But, oh, for, but for someone like you, where you sort of already been playing a lot of minutes, what did you specifically want to get out of continuing to play in that summer? I think it was just like helpful to play with a lot of different players um, and just like get used to playing with different styles of play. And I had like my role through WPSL kind of changed, but I played a lot of defensive in and then I was more attacking. And I think it was just like getting to play with other people and getting like high level practices and pretty high level games like throughout the summer to keep getting touches like for me was really important and I really liked my coaches and I think practice was like really really fun in WPSL it was just like we always had really good numbers and it was really competitive so I think that was just like helpful for me but also just like in the games people didn't have the same connections as we do in college because we hadn't been together as long so just like trying to like practice being a leader and like directing people since everyone was kind of new. Right. Like almost taking the, the nature of having to come together quickly take that challenge and use it as a benefit of, can I overcome this like semi-chaos that is playing a summer league and like to direct folks here. Yeah. Well, and Patricia, you've played a number of WPSL too. I mean, I've seen that league can be a really interesting spot for a lot of players because you see, I think, more individual showcases. Like you said, so it can be kind of funny to watch. So uh, last couple of questions we'll get into. These are both pulled from your bios and just a fun 
little question for you. I know back in your Newport News days, you were an indoor track star. And so I am, I am super curious to who you think from the Gopher soccer team would make the best by one relay and the four by 800 relay. Let's do like a lot to a sprint Okay, okay. Um, and you can and should name yourself if you believe you'd be on the team. Okay. Um, okay, so for the four by one, yeah, I definitely should be in it. Yeah. Meg should be in it. Yeah. Kenna should be in it. Yeah. Who's the fourth person? I gotta think. That, us three. So if she's just talking, you, man. What? <laughs> oh, so right there. Oh, oh so I, I honestly, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was thinking Sadie. Not yeah. that soap's not fast. I think I'd put her in the 800, I think not the four by one. So four by one would be me, not in this order, I don't know, but me, Kenna, um, who did I say? Meg, Meg. Me, Kenna, Meg, and Sadie, yes. Okay. That's that's a solid four by one. I'd bet on us to win 100%. Four okay. by 800, not putting myself in that. <laughs> I would put soap, I would put Meg, I would put, I think I'd put Sadie in that one too. Yeah. And then, Hmm. That's hard. What are you thinking? I don't know. I got. I need to see like a list of the yeah, team. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be up there by maybe Crystal. Loki, maybe Ken's. Oh yeah, 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 Ken's. Yeah. I would say Soph, Sadie, Kenzie, and Meg. Meg. Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's so funny too because I think some players are really quick in like the in like short spaces. Like I think in like. Jaden Peck seems to have like really quick like agility speed. Or like I've heard I, I one time tried to tell someone I wasn't sure if Adelana would be good as a center back. And someone was like, dude, she's like the fastest straight line runner in the team. Is she a good sprint? Yeah, Elena's really fast. Yeah, she's got like really good agility times in um like 10, 10, 20 times. Yeah. I yeah, so it's funny because on the field, like the speed in the game can be like deceptive because I think like players like Jaden show like really quick speed in small spaces or like the quick burst, you know? Yeah. Okay. We'll see. We'll see if we get any beef from that from other players who are who are hurt. We'll see. Lastly, we should follow up with you two. Do either of you feel like you should have been on the basketball starting time? Who do we think should have been on it? No, do you think do either of you think you should have been on it? Oh, absolutely not. I'm so bad at basketball. Maybe Baker. Not not me. Right. It was yeah, the starting five was oh. Meg, Lauren Donovan, uh, Izzy, Taryn Reitzma, and Patty Baker. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I could I could be a sub, but I I'm, yeah. I'm more of a like a distribution, like maybe point guard type thing. I'm kind of bad at basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Sophia, Sophia, you never played hoops? I mean, I play with my neighbors, but I never played on the team. I, I play horse. <laughs> horse, lightning. I, if it was a lightning game, I'd put myself in. Okay. Thunder. Okay. That's another okay. game. You know, I try hard in the game. I just don't know how good I'd be. You would work. Maybe you'd be good at, like, defense. Or something. Yeah. And, Sophia, this one, this one is for you, but we'll also then give you a chance to you both are like absurdly award-winning youth athletes. Like the list of whatever you won from ages like 15 to 18 is absurd. Personally, my favorite that you won from me is the fifth Baker is all American. And so I'm curious what baked products you received for being a Bimbo Bakery's all American. 
I didn't. Oh, I gotta be honest. I didn't receive any. <laughs> it was like, breaking up a little bit. We heard all American. Oh, but I think you said Bimbo Bakeries. Yeah. I can't say I received any. I don't really know. There's like, I don't really know how all that works, but. Did you did you did you guys ever receive like actual plaques or medals for those like all of the long list of rewards awards you get when you're like a star like club player? Yeah, I, like I can't remember. Um, one of the All American things had this ceremony in, I think somewhere on the East Coast, but I didn't go because I soccer or something where I didn't want to go to the ceremony. But then they like sent me a scarf and um, some plaque or something. Right. So I think it kind of depends on the the people who are running it. Okay. I, because I, I will tell you, I think Jenny better do a show with her. Now, when she was a college All-American, she did the sweet Oh. But you can aspire to that. That can be your jacket status that you go for. Okay. Well, we'll be sure to aspire. <laughs> <laughs> Patricia, did you ever get anything good from those like youth awards? Because there's like 50 of them that you were. Oh, um, no, honestly, not that I can think of. I, no, nothing other than like plaques or trophies or yeah. stuff like that. Okay. And so you all face off against Michigan State tomorrow, 11 a.m. Folks will probably listen to this after the game happens. Maybe, but, um, who are, you know, I always want to make sure players get a chance to sort of credit to some players who are getting into a shine, but are going really well in training or just working hard all the time, even if they are shining in the game. Or who are, you know, maybe one or a couple of players that either you would want to give a shout out to or, you know, what they're contributing from day in, day out. I think P kind of mentioned it earlier, but Meg just has really been like working her butt off and like, Whenever we watch film, there's always some clips of Meg just like sprinting back and winning the ball. And so just like defensively and offensively, civilly, she's been super dangerous. So I'd say Meg. Yeah, I was going to say Meg too. And I think that Baker's doing yeah. a really good job of just like doing, using her biggest advantage. And I think it's very helpful for our team because I know just like as playing as an outside back for the last couple of games when I get the ball, like for throw-ins, I'm like Baker said, like, it's just so easy. Like yeah. she's right there. Like I can't, there's no competition. Or like if I don't have an outlet, I can ship it up to Baker. And I know she's going to be the first one to get, yeah. to get to the ball. It's just such a competitive advantage. And I think she's just doing a really good job at using it. And then like using her size to make things happen. Like the third goal, the game winning goal in our game this past, um, this past Thursday and just being able to hold the ball up and, just be huge for us up top. Well, and what's it like for you both? Because, you know, Patricia, you'll eventually be back up top. You've been, you've played some with Baker in the attack before. You know, Sophia, you've been playing off of Baker a lot. What's it like specifically running off her when she does sort of those redirects to you, you know, sort of almost doing a, a run around her as she redirects and just leads you on that run? Because I don't think I've seen that type of play from other holdup forwards like in my era covering the field. Yeah, she's just really good at honestly using any body part. I'm pretty sure her first goal was maybe her shoulder yeah, or stomach. Yeah, her stomach or something, yeah. Yeah, so she's pretty crafty with like being able to flick it on. Like she loves like kind of like the shoulder pop sometimes. Yeah, she does. <laughs> so, I mean, it's been fun, but yeah. 
Yeah, I think it just makes it easy because the ball goes in the air and she's going for it. And I'm like, I can 90% guarantee it's going to keep going when yeah. she jumps. So right. I should right. keep going too. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Well, thanks so much. This was Ben, Sophia Bowman, Patricia Ward on the road in sunny East Lansing, ready to take on Michigan State tomorrow morning. Good luck in the game tomorrow, you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye.